You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, launched in your general direction on the 31st of January 2021. Where are we going? That large grey building. Resistance HQ. Used to be the communication centre of an obsolete tech conglomeration. What is wrong with the sky? A temporal shield? Yes. Well, allow me to welcome you to the Big Finish Podcast. Oh, thank you very much. I'm Benji Clifford, and he's Nick Briggs. And coming up, we review Callan Series 2. We have preview and an interview of Bernie Summerfield, the Tree of Life, and Lisa Bauman. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. As well as that, we also delve into listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. Then we go behind the scenes with Gallifrey Time War 4, Arsenal Neil. Featuring director Scott Hancock, script editor Matt Fitton, writer Lisa McMullen, Louise Jameson, who, you know, plays Leela, you know, you know, and, uh, and that Narvin chap, Sean Carlson. Yes, Ooh, yes. And then the randomoid selects, John, we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Fitness release. <gasps> what a good idea. And, of course, our drama tease, Gallifrey Time War 4, Deception by Lisa McMullen. <laughs> We'll soon be delving into the latest reviews, but first, due for release in April 2021, Big Finish Productions presents four brand new full cast audio adventures adapted from The Avengers comic strips. Originally published in TV comic. Taking the role of dashing spy about town, John Steed is Julian Wadham, the English patient, so you might know him from, he's been in loads of things, uh, with Emily Woodward. Uh, as his trusty sidekick Tara King and joining them for one episode Mother's Day portraying a villainous Russian grandmother called Titania is none other than the original 1960s TV Tara King Canadian actress um, Linda Thorson how about that? Wicked, wicked, wicked it's good, isn't it? Uh, of returning to the series on audio, Linda said, Patrick McNee always used to say, the Avengers is forever. There'll always be an Avengers. That was his favourite quote. Little did he know that Big Finish would take it on. I think it goes very, very well on audio. I give it 10 out of 10. Did I tell you the thing that Linda Thorson said? Uh, no. uh, she, well, I told uh, someone, was it? I think it was David Richardson, I said, tell her that the executive producer has been watching her episodes and thinks she's fantastic, because I love Linda Thorson as Tara King, and she's brilliant. And um, David said that he said, said this to her, and she said, how old is he? And <laughs> he, he told her my age, and she said, yeah, he's in with a chance. <laughs> get in, get in. I love that. Bless her. Uh, yes, and of her new Avengers family, Linda added, Julian Wadham has got the elegance, the lightness of touch and the slight sardonic savoir-faire of Steed. And Emily Woodward is really something. Talent is in every bone of her body. She's fiercely wonderful. I love her. And I just thought the script was fabulous. Isn't that brilliant to get the the original Tara King back and she fully endorses our, our Tara King. That's really nice. You couldn't have wanted for better, could you? Are you uh, have you ever watched the Tara King I episodes? Have. Of- I have. Absolutely fantastic. Great fun. You can get it on Brickbox now as well, can't you now? You can. Yeah. So you can really revisit that. It does change. Her character changes throughout because there are all sorts of different influences on the series, you know, the the original It goes a bit series. wacky, doesn't it? It sort of it just does. goes a bit completely bananas really, but in a way that's sort of brilliant as well. Yeah, she's amazing. Though. And, you know, everyone talks about Emma Peel, who was brilliant, you know, absolutely fantastic, no question about that. But um, I think that somehow Tara King is sometimes in the shadow of Emma Peel and Diana Rigg, and I don't think that's entirely fair. Also, Tara King is the reason that the Avengers became internationally successful. That was the series that really took off in France, for example, which meant that the French put the money in to make the new Avengers for Joanna Lumley. Later. So, so would Tara King be be thought of by the French as like the definitive, you know, Avengers? I've certainly heard that said. Yes. Interesting, interesting. Mm. 
And on the subject of great female actors, it's Lisa Bauman's birthday hey. at some point soon. Maybe it is already. Maybe it's today. Maybe it's tomorrow. But whenever it is, relative to this podcast moment in time, hugely warm birthday wishes to Lisa. She is essentially how we started. And she's gone on to direct for us. A great part of the Big Finish family, always bursting with energy and enthusiasm. A great actor and genuinely lovely human being. You've she met certainly her, is. I love her a bit. She is absolutely fantastic and never yeah. fails to make me smile she's uh, uh, she's done some brilliant casting for us among all the other things she's done she's got you know great actors from old movies and things she's, she's got very you know, well she's, she's so knowledgeable as well she yeah. knows you know not just old movies old telly as well she's got a you know a vast palette of of different you know uh taste in do you in know why telly. why because she is also a photographer and she has taken so many photographs of actors for their spotlight directory things. She's got to know, and they come back to her year after year because she was just so, the quality was so reliably high. Um, and uh, yeah, she took my photo for a couple of years as well. It was brilliant. So that's why she's known all these people and she's, you know, formed connections with them. And plus the fact, you know, working throughout the industry all her life as well. Well, talent so knows talent, and that's what they say, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose at uh, this this point we should uh, trudge on with the latest reviews. Oh yes. And as promised, we'll be talking about Callan, Volume Two from Big Finish Productions. Callan, Volume Two. Your Scotch. Sir Galahad. Up yours, Lancelot. Well, this is nice, isn't it? What are we doing? Uh, Socialising. Well, I mean, turning over birds' drums isn't nice, Mr. Kellen. But consider this, you'll be a peeping Tom who's 100 quid better off. Well, why didn't you say so in the first place? Hunter's instructions, only you and I are to see the file. It doesn't leave the room and the door must be kept locked at all times. Doesn't say anything about Shin Bet. Shin Bet. There are Israeli equivalents. They're as good as any in the world. Tough, dedicated. Are you the welcoming committee? St Giles College, Oxford. There's a conference of historians there. Which one do I kill? You okay? The thing is, Hunter, I want a guy knocked off in the UK. Did he just say that he wanted to come to England to kill somebody? Move it, Toby! Look out! The Jag's coming past on your right! Birdie shotgun. Big thing like that could make a terrible mess of a small flat like this. It would make a terrible mess of you. It's pointing straight at your midriff. There's always the possibility that you will fail. Then I'll die. Big finish. We love stories. Brace yourself! We're going into the ditch! Just go to bigfinish.com and type Callum into the search pane at the top. Uh, first up, we've got cultbox.co.uk that yes. says dialogue, performance, and the intricacies of clever sound design all combine to conjure up an authentic sense of time and place. These stories hit just the right tone and are infused with an impressive sense of credibility. Callan audio box sets will never shift the kind of numbers that Big Finish titles featuring the Daleks or Cybermen achieve, but lo-fi spy, lo, lo spy capers of this quality more than merit the attention of the discerning genre listener. And that is a five-star review there. Bam. Oh, yeah, it looks like six to me. It does. It's, it's, it does. I, I thought that as I was looking at this. I'm just going to say it's five. because It is. It's five. You, you'd have it? to yeah. be crazy to suddenly start upping stars to different random numbers well uh, Callan is one of our favourites here so we're jolly pleased to read out these nice reviews uh, this one from glamadelaide.com glam, glam in Adelaide I think it's glam is it glam magazine glam Adelaide glam yeah. Adelaide yeah I like it because uh, it, they've reviewed me before so sometimes people say oh yeah like I, I searched you and it comes up with glam <laughs> like I'm some kind of in some they think it's like a fashion magazine or something <laughs> Well, glamadelaide.com.au, um, down under, I presume. This is one of Big Finish's stronger releases this year. 
It is out of the comfort zone for them and regular listeners, but that is something that Big Finish is never afraid to try. Too true. It is well worth a listen whether or not you are a fan of the original series. 4.5 out of 5. That's pretty good. Yeah, the original series was in the 60s and 70s on TV. Um, We've... um, uh, taken stories written by the original author and his son has adapted them brilliantly into drama and that's that's what you're listening to here thoroughly recommends callan give it a go give it a go well warpfactor.com says from scripts that perfectly evoke the parent series to first-rate casts and productions this second callan set serves as another reminder of why big finish has become as popular and successful as it is a feat or all the more remarkable given the conditions under which it saw production and proving to have been worth the wait whether you're a fan of the original callan tv series or a spy fiction fan seeking an introduction to a new uh, iconic show i don't know why i said new it's not even in there um although it is new uh, this set is a must hear Lovely. There's individual episodic reviews from scifibulletin.com. File on a difficult Don. Uh, that's the first episode. Ben Miles and Frank Skinner step into the roles as if to the manner born. Who's manner, Mr. Kellen? And achieve that balance between evoking the original performances and slavishly copying it. Samuel Clemens' direction matches the feel of the TV show. Callan was a lethal weapon, an assassin who asked the difficult questions and, as here, is just too intelligent to be a dumb instrument, putting pieces together that others would prefer he didn't. The undercurrents of the relationship between Callan and those around him are brought out well. It's past time for the section to get back to work. Welcome back, Mr. Callan, 8 out of 10. File on a morning mother, Ben Miles and Nicholas Briggs, oh hello, are excellent in the final scene of the story. The subtext of the scene comes across loud and clear, with Emily Raymond's performance as Diana Brown pitched at exactly the right level of desperation, despair and grief required. Samuel Clemens, 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 Clemens handles the action and emotional scenes with a plomb. Yes, he's got this plomb and he just handles it with it. With Steve Fox and sound design once again telling the story clearly where required a terrific blend of drama emotion and spycraft nine out of ten file on an elusive engineer mark elstob our brilliant actor also played the prisoner for us number six is unrecognizable as the villain of the piece as steve fox and sound design transports us to the costa del plonca a shame that lonely couldn't come along sam clemens ensures that the visual side of the story is clear to the listener particularly in the fight scenes <laughs> That was me doing a fight Expertly scene. done. Expertly Thank you. Done. I've quite, I've hurt myself, actually. Uh, ben Miles sells Callan's world weariness about the attacks he goes through very well. Another strong return to the world of the Cold War, 8 out of 10. File on an angry American. Uh, there's still plenty of short stories, not to mention three sequel novels set in the 1970s that could potentially be adapted. And I really hope that Callum follows the Avengers path at Big Finish. If you enjoy well-made spy dramas, give it a try. A very strong conclusion, 9 out of 10. Biggly boggly boo boo. <laughs> Rock and roll. Okay, well, on Twitter, uh, Rumbo15 says, Just caught up with the fantastic series 2 of Callan. Love this gritty drama from Big Finish and Briggs, Nicholas, Nicholas Briggs, Ben Miles, Frank Skinner, Peter Mitchell. I really hope there will be more. Oh, so do we. So do we. Thank you, Rumbo15. This is Rumbo15 here. Hello. Uh, Audio Sirens at Audio Sirens says Callan at Big Finish demonstrates all the spy crime genre can achieve. Uh, I actually said crime spy, but I got it around the wrong way. I'm sorry. Mayor Culper. Uh, ben Mars is serious and focused. Frank Skinner brilliantly plays against type. Nicholas Briggs owns another iconic character. Oh, thank you. And at Jane Slavin is strong with compassion. Great stories. 100% dark and engaging. Go on, there's a recommendation. Some great reviews in there. Well, there'll be more of those next week when we're talking about Doctor Who, Shadow of the Daleks 1. And excitedly, next week marks the week where we'll be telling you the names of the actual reviewers. We got there in the end, everybody. We did. That's right. Exciting times for reviews ahead. We're going to make you all stars, I tell you. Stars! Oh, I wonder where the Tony Filer... Tony Filer will be right. Oh, son of Bill Filer. <laughs> Bill Filer! I've got a sort of American accent. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> yeah.
Coming up soon, listeners' emails with all your latest emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. But before that, here's a preview of this week's Bernice Summerfield audiobook release, The Tree of Life. Bernice Summerfield, The Tree of Life. Written by Mark Michalowski. Narrated by Lisa Bowerman. Bernie poured a coffee and turned the small, flat package over in her hands. That, in itself, was a novelty. Most of the things she was sent came through the standard artifact couriers, who usually delivered during the night. This had been sent via intersystem delivery. She couldn't remember the last time she'd had something normal, something not shrouded in bubble wrap and null entropy foam. Fan mail, and less rarely hate mail, came into system, but it had been a long time since she'd had any of either. She popped the seal and shook the contents into her hand, a tiny, shiny disc and a slip of paper. Hmm, no money or chocolates then. Benny crossed to her terminal and slipped it into the slot, waiting a few seconds for it to power up before accessing it. She unfolded and read the note. Hi, Benny. Hope you're well. Liso Fortuna. That touched a memory. Hello, I'm Lisa Bowerman, and thanks to the pandemic, I am still interviewing myself, and I'm still in a cupboard under the stairs. But there we go, that's all right. Uh, thank goodness for it. So I'm here to answer some questions that my producer, Zana, has supplied uh, to me from questions sent into Twitter. So I'm going to do as best I can with what I have been given. So my first question is from Doctor Who fan. Hello, Doctor Who fan. There are quite a few of you out there, so I hope I'm talking to the right one. Um, the question is, what is your favourite story to have worked on? Um, I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're talking about Big Finish here. And oh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you because I, I just, after so many years with Big Finish, it's an almost impossible question to answer. There have been so many highlights in so many of the um, stories and, and series I've been lucky enough to work on that it, it is so difficult to, to pick out one or the other. It's normally the ones that make me laugh the most, probably, and also the ones with the most exciting casts because you get to work with some fantastic actors on these on these stories. So, um, sorry about that, Doctor Who fan. Um, that's about as good an answer as you're going to get from this point of view. Uh, the next one is from Adam Lance Garcia. Hello, Adam. I feel like I know you already. How are you? <laughs> I hope things are well. Anyway, he asks, which doctor do you want Benny to meet? Yes, well, I think the simple answer to that is the Doctor. Probably covers just about every base, that answer, doesn't it? Because I'm incredibly greedy. I'd like to meet all of them. Of course, well, all of those who want to work with Benny, that is, or who are available. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of an inconclusive answer, but I think you know what I mean. We're just going to bigfinish.com and type tree of life into the search pane at the top. Nice sort of round, sort of, you know, you know the drill. Uh, find this great release and don't forget to wish Lisa Bauman a happy birthday too. Happy birthday. Happy right birthday. then. <laughs> Let's get down to listeners' emails. Well, the good thing, of course, about emails is mm. that, uh, you yes. know, you can receive them every single day of the year it doesn't wow. even have to be your birthday you <gasps> always get them it's like having presents all the time yes. and if you want to send us say an email equivalent of a present the present of your voice being heard uh, here on the podcast and you can send it to podcast at bigfinish.com and maybe it will be read out who knows well we've got one here from miles cook um and the subject of this one is doctor specific ranges oh yes uh, not to be confused with Dr. Pacific Ranges, which is what some people say when they can't say specific. Um, <laughs> I can say this does say specific. It specifically, specifically does, doesn't it? <laughs> specifically. Uh, to start off, I'd like to say how much I enjoy the many different ranges Big Finish produce. Not just the Doctor Who ranges, and I hope you continue to do so. Uh, that said, I'm beginning to get concerned yes. that the move to Doctor-specific ranges is going to mean that we'll be getting more box sets that break the mould of each era. Uh, 50 to 60 minute length episode rather than traditional 25 minute episodes. 
The box sets with longer episode length stories are nice for a change but don't really fit with the feel of the original series and mean that we're going to be getting less story time with each Doctor. If the Wicked Sisters and the Eleven box sets are any indication of how the new Doctor specific ranges are going to operate. Mm-hmm. Box sets akin to the fourth Doctor adventures with two four-part stories would be more fitting with the fifth and seventh Doctor eras, uh, so I hope that there will be box sets of that type coming. Uh, there is a uh, precedent for Sith Doctor, I said it there, uh, stories having <laughs> longer uh, length episodes, <laughs> so uh, it is not so jarring a change but does conflict with many monthly adventures titles previously released finally have you considered making any fifth sixth or seventh doctor stories or sixth or uh, or six six or more episodes in length i'd quite like to hear a good epic length sylvester mccoy in a story with the doctor working to plan the re- uh, working to plan reminiscent of uh, mccoy's final two seasons Thanks for all the good work in providing such brilliant audio drama. Regards, Miles Cook. Sorry, I read that terribly, Miles. Um, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, I'll see if I can do it. The next one worse. Well, Miles. Um, no, we will be sticking with twenty-five stroke half-hour episodes. Um, absolutely, we don't always stick to. to yeah, but no. It, and there, I think there might even be some six-part stories and definitely four-part stories and two-part stories and even three-part stories. So there you go, just to really uh, mess with your mind. I think actually now for us, a three-part story is a really good length for a Doctor Who story. Beginning, middle and end, that's what I say. Works really, really well. I know that's controversial because there were only three-part stories during the Sylvester McCoy era. Um, but there, don't you worry, there will be plenty of four-part stories as well. But we will mix it up a bit just to experiment and, you know... Maybe see, open your mind, see what you, you know. Stories have a natural length and we should let them run to that, I think. Yeah, about 24 minutes and 78 seconds. Time, <laughs> and, counting. and counting. And uh, counting, yes, that's the natural length, I think. Justin Bush uh, writes in and says, Callan again. Oh, this is very much the point. It says, Dear Nick and Benji, I hesitated writing in because I don't want to email too often. Yes, get, stop bothering us. I often fight the <laughs> urge to send in random, my random questions. Don't fight the urge. Just give in to it. We'll probably give you an airing, especially since you kindly read my email a few weeks ago. But in that specific email about Callan, I said I was about to listen to volume two. When I heard you were covering volume two in this week's reviews, I had to say something. It was magnificent. Everything I fell for in Volume 1 was even better this time around. The realism is so genuinely natural. A good portion of that can be attributed to how the dialogue is so well written. Couldn't agree with you more. It's just Peter Mitchell is just doing an amazing job. It doesn't feel contrived in any way. It's just the way people interact. It's a very down-to-earth series, just being itself, especially the file on a morning mother. That was powerful, gut-wrenching storytelling. One of the best 2020 releases, without a doubt. Yeah, I agree with you, actually. I cannot wait for the future of Callan, and I was giddy seeing it referenced in the new producer announcements. It's incredible. I'm now getting as excited over seeing the word Callan as much as I am that of Jack Rayner as doing more Sixth Doctor stuff. Yeah, there you go. As a humorous side note, when I find myself correcting my three-year-old Carlin, pronounced Colin, or is it Carlin, I'm starting to sound like Hunter, exasperatedly saying, Callan, should I be worried? Uh, sorry to go on and on. You're not going on and on. Your friend, Justin Bush, who uh, turns up on Twitter as Quinnick. Yes, Justin B. Quinnick. Does lots of lovely reviews, actually. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. That's what I needed to know. Uh, we got one here from Jason Hale, arty farty question. Uh, dear Nick and Benji, uh, I would like to ask if you would consider yes. releasing a coffee table book, annual right. or some sort of occasional magazine, occasional. featuring artwork, both used and unused, from all the Big Finish releases over the years. Mm. There have been so many wonderful designs and it would be great to see them in a larger, clean format, clean. along with maybe some background notes and synopsis to accompanying stories especially from the early years way back when the artwork (laughs) thanks for the pirate (laughs) I don't know why I did a pirate (laughs) way back when I didn't expect it (laughs) unexpectedly Um, a pirate 
appeared. And then suddenly I realise I'm on it's a, a new ship. Character, it's a new podcast character, the unexpected Arr. pirate. You just <laughs> out of nowhere. Uh, the artwork <laughs> has just got better and better. Shiver over me the years. <laughs> He's here now. The pirates of the river rother. Uh, and I always think that some of it gets lost when reduced to the size of a CD or a PC screen. Very true. Yes, um, yes. I think it would be a beautiful thing to own, and I, for one, would snap it up in a heartbeat. Um, I would certainly donate to help make it achievable too. I got the idea after flicking through some of my complete history books. I'm sure there are many fans out there who would agree. What do you think? Uh, on a side note, do you have any personal favourite covers, both official and unofficial? Uh, I really wish I was as talented as you bods at Big Finish. Please don't ever stop. Best wishes and stay safe, Jay. Oh, thank you, Jay. Well, Jay... Um, I would say uh, that's Jason sorry Jay <laughs> I, I would say um, that we'd need another license to be able to do that to publish a book with you know stuff for the Doctor Who characters and logo in so that's our problem there other people do Doctor Who books um, but it is something funnily enough we have asked about from time to time and I know that Jason Hay-Gallery your namesake Jason uh, is very keen to do something just like this and, and brings it up on a regular basis um, so, and I think it's a very, very good idea and would love to do it. Personal favourite cover, Benji, anything? I just love anything. I mean, they're all brilliant. I love, particularly love Tom Webster's work because I just think yeah. he conjures things up on such an epic scale, um, which I absolutely Tom Newsom does great stuff as well, doesn't he? Everybody, they all do such great stuff. They That's do. The thing. They it's do. like picking one of your favourite children, you know? Yes. It's just yes. It's, it's a very difficult one. But I think uh, the, the quality yeah. of the covers is, is absolutely excellent. Um, Anything uh, in particular that's hit you? I just actually saw the, uh, I think it was Tom Newson actually, the artwork for the upcoming Cicero next series. Really strikingly done, I thought. I liked that. The Cicero ones are great fun. And I, you know, and I like the different, I like the slightly different styles as well. Like the fact that Stranded looks a little bit different to things yes. you know yes um, oh there's so many i'm just i'm just flicking through them all now actually. oh and the, and the uh the the wall doctor begins those beautiful paintings yes yeah, again that's like a completely a completely different uh you know style but it works it's lovely you know oh just there's so many i'm looking through right now just enjoying it to be honest that's right, they're brilliant covers by Claudia Gironi. I think, I don't know whether she pronounces it Claudia or Claudia, but anyway, absolutely brilliant work. <clears throat> yeah, brilliant work. Um, and um, that's the end of the emails, funnily enough, and there will be more next time. Send them to podcast at bigfinish.com. At the end of this podcast, we'll be giving you a free 15-minute drama tease of Gallifrey Time War 4, Deception by Lisa McMullen. It's out this week, and here's a chance to find out all about it with director Scott Hancock, a script editor Matt Fitton, writer Lisa McMullen, and stars Louise Jameson and Sean Carlson, or Carl Seanson, as I nearly typed there. <laughs> Hello, my name is Scott Hancock, and I am the producer and director of the Gallifrey Time War saga. Woo! Oh, what's happening? Um, wait! No, 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 no! This isn't right! This isn't right at all! What now? It's strange talking about Volume 4, because Volume 1 only seems very, very recent in my head, but uh, looking back, you know, we were, we were plotting that back in 2016. I'd already been working on the Gallifrey saga for Intervention Earth and Enemy Lines as a, as a producer and director, but previously had been linked to the last three series of the regular run. And I'd sort of been inclined to walk away because it was difficult to find new angles to put on Gallifrey. And then David Richardson said, we'd like to do stuff in the Time War, which just opened up the world hugely. I'm Matt Fitton and I script edit Gallifrey Time War and I wrote the grand finale to the fourth series, Homecoming. The great glory draws near, and nobody will resist. I do script edit across a lot of the uh, new series ranges that we produce, as well as the Seventh Doctor, but Gallifrey Time War has a special place in my heart. I have listened to Big Finish from the beginning and the 
Gallifrey series is one of the longest running. We've been following these characters for the, the best part of two decades now. And I just adored the whole introduction, the setup, Romana and Leela, kind of the, the head and the heart at the centre of power on Gallifrey and all the machinations. It's been compared to kind of the West Wing or, or Dynasty with even bigger collars. But it's so much more than that. It's about, yeah, it is about politics. It's about running a, a society. It's about a responsibility and power. I'm Lisa McMullen and I wrote the story Deception for Gallifrey Time War, Volume 4. Quite sad, actually, returning to the Gallifrey saga for the last time. But I'm thrilled to be in at the end because it's a really exciting finale. It's not easy dealing with an ongoing arc keeping across the different characters and their story strands because you've got to remember where you left all the characters at the end of the last series and also remember who knows what about where each of the characters are and what they're up to and that's before you even get started on your own story for your particular episode. Leela? As in Romana's Leela? As in friend of Romana, yes. What are you doing in my TARDIS? I was looking for Narvin. Isn't everybody? So, um, it's been a while for a couple of you. Yes, I, I have to say I'm... I do miss Lala not being here on this one. And we've missed Lou because the last couple that we've done, it's just been me and Lala and, and guest actors, obviously. But uh, You've yeah. been going on without me, we've have you? We've been sat there <laughs> missing you. <laughs> not without you. Well, that's it. And, and Sam... I hope I've been talked about it. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> and Sam, the last set you were in was volume two, where you went off into exile at the end. That's right, yeah. It feels like a very long time since we were all in studio. So we've all been brought back from the dead, basically. Yeah, yes, yes. we have, yeah. Basically for the last hurrah of this sort of segment of this the segment. time. Yeah. How did he do that? I did not fly so far from home to be caught up in a nightmare of someone else's making. Who designs a weapon like this? So, you know, how is it coming back and slipping into these characters after sort of a gulf of time? Well, you know, Leela stays with me. It's almost on a daily basis I get to talk about... Leela at some point or mm. other. That's since 1977 that's been happening. So I don't ever feel I've had too long away from her because, of course, as you know, I record with the fourth Doctor. We mm. record with Tom a lot. So Leela has been jogging along, but not in this particular incarnation. So I'm, I'm very glad to be back here because this is where I started with Big Finish, so it always feels like coming home. Do you find... There's a, a marked difference when you play Leela back in sort of the 1970s style stories where you're slipping in between gaps and the Gallifrey range where you're moving the story forward. Or is there very much a through line that you can always cling on to? I think the, it, it really depends on the writer rather than the particular strand mm. that, I've, that I'm involved with. Some investigate more her personal life and her personal connection to what's going on and others are far more adventure based I think Gallifrey kind of m manages to merge the two rather beautifully well it's simple just go to bigfinish.com and get your ear things wrapped around this one the ho 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 yes typing Gallifrey Time War 4 into the search pane at the top is a really good way to find it and although I dare say it'll be on the home page somewhere oh, yes, yes, yes 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 uh, as mentioned a little while back there'll be a free 15 minute drama tease of Gallifrey Time War 4 Deception by Lisa McMullen he says slightly readjusting his chair uh, at the end of this podcast but before that that's right it's the randomoid selectatron where we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected big finish release oh right I'm ready for it what have we got number 11 Blake 7 The Liberator Chronicles volume 11 ho 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 yes love oh, a bit right. of Blakey how, how do you find that Blakey Liberator saves. Chronicles here we are. Oh, uh, Ni who's this? So, yes, Nigel Fares, Ian McLaughlin and Andrew Smith. Some great stories here. Brother, Poison and Escape from Destiny. <sighs> nice. Paul Darrow, Michael Keating star. Blake Seven. Uh, always popular with listeners. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. I know what they call us. On the data vids, I mean. Blake Seven! <laughs> like we're a team. Try telling that to Aurak. He's hardly a team player, is he? I am well aware of that fact. Then there's Avon. 
He's a computer genius and more than a little bit scary when he puts his mind to it. And he does that rather a lot. Stand up. Or you'll blast my head off. Don't think I won't. Uh, don't get me started on Niren. He's, well, um, well, it's complicated. Federation, conditioning is so strong. I am Gustav Niren. I am Gustav Niren. Niren's from Auron. Did I mention that? So is Callie, come to think of it. There's someone who knows her own mind. Don't shoot. It's me, Basco. Basco. Yes, from the Ortega. Callie. And then there's me. We're less than ten minutes from crashing into a planet, so hurry. I don't work well under pressure. We're going to die. You think that isn't pressure enough? My name is Keston Voss. Blake 7, The Liberator Chronicles, Volume 11. Big finish. We love stories. Uh, and the way you get the uh, discount is you go to bigfinish.com and on the homepage you'll see that halfway down there is the podcast and there's a bit of text there about the podcast and it says the Random Voice Electrotron also features. Uh, click here, you click there and you enter the special code. What's the special code, Benji? Special code is BUCKUP. B-U-C-K-U-P. That's right. Enter That's right. No spaces, no spaces, no complications. <laughs> Just exactly. rocking good time. No condiments. Um, and so, yes, uh, that's how you get your 25% discount. And 25%, that's a heck of a discount and really worth doing. Um, you can also find the podcast on the, uh, if you just click the podcast tab or the audiobooks tab. And in the audiobooks tab, there's a range called the Big Finish Podcast. So you can find it there. So there are three different ways you can find that information. But don't forget. That special code. There we go. Thank you. Well, thanks for that, Ran. It's always a pleasure. We love you truly, madly, and of course, <gasps> deeply. Oh, yes. Time for us now, of course, to dematerialize. But before we do that, let us one more time wish the great Lisa Bauman a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa happy Bauman. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. R. <laughs> Unexpectedly, the pirate happy birthday. <laughs> Shiver me powerments. And when you've recovered from all that merriment, perhaps you'd like to avail yourself of this free 15-minute drama tease of Gallifrey Time War 4 Deception by Lisa McMullen. I should stay here with her. She does not know what is coming. That might only make things worse. This way, if they really believe she's Vega, they might leave her be. They have more important things to worry about than some lonely widow wandering the plains. What happened out there? I'll explain once we've left. Assuming, of course, that you are joining us. There's nothing keeping me here. Good lad. This timer will give us 30 seconds, so we can't dawdle. Come on! Where are we going? Far away from Unity. Sorry, Rayo. It's your home, I know. Not anymore. Goodbye, Romana. Or whoever you are now. What do we do? We will take you somewhere safe. It is the least I can do for your mother. I didn't think anywhere was safe. Some places are safer than others. We'll drop them off in the Sanctus Delta. It's too unremarkable for either side to concern themselves with. Good. No, I don't want to be dropped off anywhere. I want to stay with you. Let me help Narvin, please. Let me fight. Fight who? You can't even begin to understand this war. Your mother would want you to be safe. My mother would want me to do what is right. I will not return to Gallifrey. Uh, no, I'm taking us to Nysteria. What's Nysteria? A renegade hub. They're expecting us. There's a growing resistance movement. Mainly Time Lord exiles, fugitives, but other races are joining. But who are they resisting? The Time Lords or the Daleks? Both. There's a third side in this war now. Let me get closer. Careful. Just a nudge. Stay in the air corridor. I'm not a fool. 
What is that? You okay? Yeah. I'd say it worked. What is that noise? It's the, it's the deception field. What does it look like? Hell. Welcome to Nysteria, the centre of the Resistance, for now. It's not exactly pretty, is it? It's like someone forgot to add the colour. Look at our ship! It's a silver tube now, like all the others. A TARDIS can look like anything, but Time Lords have little imagination. <laughs> Where are we going? To that large grey building, Resistance HQ used to be the communication centre of an obsolete tech conglomeration. What is wrong with the sky? A temporal shield? Yes. For the moment, Nysteria is under the radar of both Gallifrey and Scaro. Romano and I ran into a couple of Resistance fighters on our way to Unity. They informed us the Resistance had double agents working within the IDU and the War Council. For what purpose? Firstly, Time Lord Damage Limitation. They're trying to thwart and potentially overthrow Rassilon. Secondly, active combat against the Daleks. Mm. It does sound like a real resistance. It is. Real and growing. And it's about to grow by three more volunteers, right? Now, be careful, Rayo. I am not convinced yet. Your experience of the Time Lords is exceedingly limited. They are tricky. Some I have trusted with my life, but others, many others, I would not trust as far as I could throw them. Although, as I recall, you could throw them pretty far. I am not flattered, Narvin. I know my strengths. Eris, take a seat. Oh, Jakob, what happened? Success? Yes and no. Right. Well, I'm a glass half full guy, so. We lost Andreas. Lost? As in misplaced, or... What happened? She was swallowed up by the deception field. Swallowed? How? Wait, what was she doing inside the field? That was not the plan. I don't know. She didn't leave the air corridor. Then how? It created a distortion in the vortex. It shifted space-time by the tiniest fraction. She was simultaneously both inside and outside the air corridor. And then the field swallowed her. But she was attached by a harness, surely? Couldn't you just pull her back? She took the harness off. Why? She said the Neverman told her to. The Neverman? What do you mean? I I'd lost visuals, but I could hear... It's hard to explain. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, let alone... I know. And what we're planning could swallow up whole fleets. Yes like temporal quicksand. So we compromise both Gallifrey and Scarrow. Can it be done? Is this how the war ends? It could be, if we want it to be. I mean, do we? Look, but in the meantime, we have a problem. Why has nobody stopped us? Why is everyone pointing and whispering? Nobody has stopped us because they know who I am. They were expecting me. And they're pointing and whispering because many of them thought Lily was dead. They're also wondering why I'm here without Romana. I shall have to inform them of her decision. You will tell them she is no longer herself? I have to know that she may be in the hands of the Daleks. Mm. If she's even alive. 
Now, we need to locate a man called Eris. Who is he? You'll like him. Romana did. I shall make up my own mind. You'll have to excuse me a moment. I need to speak to the Resistance Council alone. Why? Wait here. Now then. Ugh. What was that about? I do not know. So... Do we just stay here? No. We might miss something. Come on. Where did he go? He must have turned down another corridor. Narvin is quicker than he looks. He has a secret that we are not allowed to share. I wonder... What? What do you wonder? No, not wonder. It is not a thought. It is a feeling. What is? There is something that Narvin is not telling us. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Something important. Something he could have told us on Unity, but did not. About the Resistance? I am not certain. But my instincts are usually correct. Well, he can't have gone far. Let's split up. I'll try the... What the f... Leela! Now where did she go? I appreciate it, Eris. Look, we need to do this without drawing the attention of Gallifrey. I know. I wonder if it's worth creating a diversion. What are you thinking? Some low-level sabotage? Just enough to get them looking in the opposite direction to the deception field. We have a group in the Iridian sector. Let me see what they suggest, and I'll send someone to meet you at the TARDIS. All right. Oh. Oh, uh... Sorry. I don't know you. What's your name? Uh, Rayo. Sorry, I didn't mean... I got a bit lost. I'll deal with this, Eris. You need to move. I'm gone already. Wait, you're Eris? Last time I checked. Narvin's looking for you. Narvin? Narvin? Yeah, and I'm sort of looking for him. We're going to see the Resistance Council and we got separated. Uh, wait, you're saying you came here with Narvin? A and Romana? Not Romana, no. Leela. Leela? Yeah. Jakob. If Narvin's here, then we really need to get him on side. Well, let's broach it with him when you return. Look, I'm not certain how he'll take it. Me neither. Hello, Narvin. Good to have you with us. Just wondering, how might you feel about polluting the time vortex? Rayo! Wait! <sighs> If you find Narvin before I do, tell him I need to speak to him urgently. Tell him we've got a plan which could end the war. Is that what you were talking about just now? You said polluting the time vortex. Tell him we think we can poison the well. We just need to access the untempered schism. The what? Something on Gallifrey. Can I help you? I am looking for a friend of mine. I haven't seen you around here before. New recruit? I have not yet decided. What are you? You are not a Time Lord. Oh, no, I am not. No offence if you are. I am not. My ancestors are human. Never heard of them. Apologies. I'm from the Cornelius Complex. Oh, then I am sorry. How did you survive the purge? Some of us fled before the heaviness fell. We watched our world turn dark, and then we picked up the signal from Isolus. Isolus? The call to arms. Rassilon must die. The sky! The temporal shield is cracking! What does that mean? We're under attack! From who? Daleks or from Time Lord? I don't know. Could be either or both. I'm sorry, I need to... Rayo. Rayo! Marvin! Jakob, I'm ready to go. What's going on? A breach in the shield. We're working to close it. You need to leave now. I've sent Arcania to you. She should be there any moment. 
Look, I need to go. We may have to evacuate. The compound? If we can't seal the breach, the entire resistance movement will be discovered. We'll need to get everybody out. Great. Uh, Let's go. Is uh, Narvin here? What? Where is Rayo? Wait. Who are you? Attention! The shield has been breached. All units to prepare for immediate evacuation. Leela! Leela! Marvin! Attention! The shield has been breached. All units to prepare for immediate evacuation. Leela! Leela? As in Romana's Leela? As in friend of Romana, yes. What are you doing in my TARDIS? I was looking for Narvin. Isn't everybody? I met your friend, Rayo. Where's Romana? You must take me back. I have to find that boy. Sorry, I can't. Not yet, anyway. Nysteria is being evacuated. The entire resistance is being relocated. Your friends with them. Right now, I'm on a mission, and since you're here, so are you. No, 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 I cannot leave them behind. You already have. Apologies, I took off thinking you were someone else. Well, I am not, so take me back. <sighs> Who are you? Oh, how rude. I've kidnapped you, and I haven't even introduced myself. I'm Eris. Eris? <gasps> oh, Narvin wanted to find you. And I, him. But it'll have to wait. Where are we going? Two of our agents are smuggling information to our resistance fighters about a planned Time Lord attack on a Dalek stronghold. What kind of attack? Rassilon's kind. It would extinguish the only sun around which a nearby planet is orbiting, effectively turning out the lights. The people on that planet would die. Collateral damage. Rassilon doesn't care, but the resistance does. We'll sabotage the attack. Enemy damage will be limited, but thousands of lives can be saved. So what is the problem? Our agents are flying directly into a deception field. Oh. Any questions? Many. I'll take one. What is a deception field? <sighs> Nothing. We've just stopped. Strange. He's never done this before. Where are we? Nowhere. Well, that is, we're still in the vortex. That's impossible. Look at the scanner. Well, that's odd. See? We've landed. That's a planet out there. But all the readings suggest that we're still in the vortex, and we didn't land. We... Stopped. Which isn't possible. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't I forget see. to rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, yes.